This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. This You're is welcome. our opportunity to go through lots of different types of questions. Ooh. Maybe questions we, about life? Some some of them are about life, Kevin. That's very, very astute of you. Whoa. You I haven't have, even looked at my list of questions. <laughs> I, I have a question. All right. This is his segment. Do you want me to... St- oh, yes. Ask your question, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is not the Derek segment. Um, we got to give Derek his own segment on next. Wednesdays. I, I'm curious because I want to see what even Cowboys fans think of this, too. And I was saying it to Mike just a second ago. So the last time the Cowboys... When uh, won the Super Bowl was what ninety five? Yeah, the big okay, game was ninety five. You can say Super Bowl, and yeah, <laughs> I know it's a sensitive subject here. Um, do you feel like there is a thing called as we do the you know you did the goat, the Jimmy John curse, Jimmy Johnson curse, Jimmy John's curse would be awesome. Yeah, I feel sorry. Like. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy John's wasn't even around when the Cowboys had to wait <laughs> sorry, a little bit longer oh for that segment to show up. Gosh, don't, dang it! Don't do a segment. What wasn't around when the Cowboys? Internet. Last Every season. Cowboys football player had Twitter. not been born yet, pretty much. But Just the reason, about. no, no, the reason why I say it is because he did get inducted to the Hall of Fame, but he's not in the Ring of Honor. The Cowboys haven't won since then. Do you feel like we have the curse of Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. Oh, Friday we ask. Jerry Jones. Are you sure about that? Well, well, I don't that know. He, oh, he might not be, on? be here. Yeah. Oh, he might not know. be on, but the next time we have him on, yeah. say, if it guaranteed you another Super Bowl, <laughs> would you put Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor? He won't answer yes would. or no. I think, yeah, he wouldn't answer. Because he's going to walk around, well, you can't guarantee me that for most part. Right. And so, no, I don't, he's never going to answer that. The answer's he, no, though, in his heart. He'd be like, I, I got three. I don't need another one. I'm going to really screw over that guy. But do you feel like that's the curse? Man, that's interesting. I, I never thought that. about the Jimmy Johnson it's our curse. Billy Goat. Yeah. But hold on. They did win a Super Bowl after he left. That's true. So in 95, that was Barry NFL, Switzer. Right? That was Barry Switzer. So he did have one after they left. What was Yeah, it? What but it was, was all that? of his team. Every time you listen to, whether it's the wall, the Great Wall of Dallas, whether it's the, the whatever on Troy Aikman, or they never even talk about Barry Switzer. You wouldn't even know he coached the Cowboys in 95. Like, I think you kind of look like, oh, yeah, it was Barry Switzer. Kind of growing up, obviously, a Cleveland Browns fan. So Jimmy was, so Jerry was right then. Like, you never hear Emmett talk about Barry Switzer. You never hear Michael Irvin talk about Barry Switzer. You never hear a person from that team go, man, thank God Barry came in. They're all like, Troy's like, I stood up for that guy because I had him at Oklahoma and thought he was a great coach and he was going to come in and do a great job. And I felt, I was embarrassed after a while to say he was going to come in and do a good job to Michael Irvin and, and and Emmett Smith because of how he had no type of control and didn't see – he's like, yeah, you guys are men. Just do whatever you want. Just show up on Sunday. We'll be fine. Man, I'm really intrigued by this. Once Jimmy Johnson left the NFL, the Cowboys stopped making the playoffs as frequently and they didn't win another playoff game for 10 years. So once he left the NFL. Yeah. Interesting. I will also say this. 
if Jimmy was that good, why didn't they win the next year? They should have won four straight without him. If they were that, I mean, do you think he would have won that Super Bowl? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> but, on, but on top of that, too, though, then Jerry was right. Anybody could coach that team. If, if Barry Switzer was that bad, if and Barry, they still won a Super Bowl, if he would have won back to back Super Bowls, I might have shrugged and been like, you know what, you yeah. might be the, on the thing something. that Jimmy John, the, the Jerry Jones didn't take into consideration was that those guys wouldn't be there forever. When he's saying anybody can coach this team, he might have been right. That team was that talented. Jimmy Johnson had built up enough talent and like tr- uh, conditioned them to be such good players yeah. that maybe Jerry was right then. Right. But he didn't consider that at some point I got to get more players and be able to get somebody to coach the, those guys too. I watched last week, Derek, the 1996 playoff game between the Carolina Panthers and Dallas Cowboys, and the talent had gone so far away from the Dallas Cowboys. Like my gosh, I know they won the Super Bowl the year before. Troy Aikman was throwing to guys named Kelvin Martin, Kevin Williams, Billy Davis, and Eric Bjornsson. Those were his four oh, targets yeah. for the game, and they would throw in Deion Sanders, and he had one route: just run far. And let's see what happens. So the I guess then the ba- the biggest thing we need to take from that, Kevin, okay. is that anybody could have coached that team to a Super Bowl, but not just anybody can build a team that can win a Super Bowl. That's the thing that I think that yeah. if Jimmy okay. if Jerry Jones hasn't learned that yet, then I think that that's the biggest lesson learned for Cowboys fans. This so. curse thing is fascinating because Jimmy Johnson <laughs> left the NFL entirely in 94-95, and that's when we kept winning. And then he came back... And they haven't been to an NFC championship game wow. since then. And their playoff record since he left the NFL is abysmal. There you go. Look I just wanted to throw it out. Sorry to interrupt your segment. He's our Babe Ruth. Okay, I'm going to give you an option, Corey. Would you like to finish this segment off with power ranking the power rankings and then get full-blown C-block next? Oh, I don't care. Okay. I really don't care. Whatever y'all want to do. Gosh, what kind of attitude is that? Uh, next question. He's a giver. Corey's a giver. Will football ever be the same? <laughs> As will football ever be the same? <laughs> what an intriguing this is definitely question. Definitely up to y'all's own interpretations mm. of this question. I don't think so. Ever since Will Smith told us about the dangers of concussions, uh-huh. I feel like Oh, and we had that Chris Rock episode <laughs> we did earlier in the show about yeah. comedians. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where he concussed Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh my god. I just feel like they need to get guaranteed money. Interesting. Just because, like, they don't care, they play the, Derek. I, the players I know don't that. care. They just want less practice. Which they, is take it or leave it. They're like, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the NFL. Then we'll never have NFL again if we don't take it, guys. Hurry. Sign the paper. Jerry Jones said, take it. We take it. You're not wrong about that. I mean, I get it, but it's just they play the harshest sport of all sports. I mean, you look at what's going on with the players and everything afterwards. Like, I just feel like they should be getting guaranteed money. They're putting their lives on the line. What? How are they supposed to get it, though, Derek? If they I know the negotiations are gone. I if get I it. don't care about you and you don't care about me, and then we go in as a group, and then they say, take it or leave it, and we both look at each other and go, I don't care about you. I don't care about if you played before me. I don't care if you've played after me. I care about me and only me. Unfortunately, there's a 1,000 guys in the NFL, and they only care about one thing, themselves. They would rather smoke weed then have guaranteed contracts. That's what they vote for in their players' association. The, I think yeah. I'm, I would be fascinated to look at the sociological um, groups of NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball and see where, like, where a lot of the families come from and what they're like, what oh, they yeah. don't have or do have growing up, and if that changes some of their decisions. That, that would be a 
that's too much of a dive. Like, that really is too much right. of a dive. But I do think that there's something to that theory right now. I mean, but you're kind of saying, like, let's just let's put it's, it out it there. Like maybe poor people play football. Is that what you're they saying? They get to Come that from- point, and they're like, I have to take this now. Whereas right. in baseball, it feels like, and we see it. Like all that, those Dominicans who grew up on dirt floors. And they they have rake. a different life, though. I mean, I don't know. Like, when it comes to American Little League baseball, it's a rich kid's sport. Like, it's not. It's in America, not- yeah, but. All, all it takes is all the Venezuelans, all the Dominicans to to over. If they all decided we're all going to come together and just take what the owners give, then we're all screwed. Yeah, yeah. because that's enough they people the, to ruin but to they, ruin it. They did make the the as they've come into the group. They say we're a union, and y'all's right. union's very strong. What they say is I respect Roberto Clemente. Yeah, I respect the Latin players that came before me to sacrifice so I could get this. So I'm going to respect the future Latin players that are going to come into this league to try to get them as much as possible. Do you think the Joneses has, have even considered that they failed on the quarterback decision? No. No, not at all. I really, it's the same theory as we talked about the other day with Mark Cuban. I think they believe that Dak is the guy. To what extent, like, I know, I'm sure they're like, well, he's not Mahomes, but he's the dude, is... I, I think they believe, hey, we still got it, and you just can't win them all. I really do. I hate saying that, but I really do. I think I, here's where what I think. And I was talking about this with Bobby earlier, and I think like he was kind of it, it, almost exactly where I am on it. I think they wish they would have given him the twenty eight million dollar contract. Instead. Oh my god, yeah. Because now they're looking at it, going, man, that twelve million dollars would help yeah. us in this way, this way, this way. Yeah, I do think You're that. Right. The, I do think, and this why this discussion has so many other you know branches to it. I think that they look at the quarterback, and again, they do know he's not that guy. And they said, well, we're going to have to build a team around him. What when you do that though, your window shortens. You know, whenever you've paid your quarterback, your window is you only have two years. Because now this money is going to start filing in. When you have the rookie quarterback contract, you may have six years uh, to try and win that championship. But whenever you're paying the quarterback, I think that they look at it and go, dang, we kind of missed on that one. And I still do think that Jerry Jones was still walking in the door going, is he the guy? And leadership kept popping up. And they were like, we didn't have the same kind of leadership with Romo. Look at how connected he is to to this. We need this in the locker room so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, so I do think there were parts of that that they feel like they've failed at. But I think that they're going to back it, their decision, no matter what. They have to in public. Um, well, I was. Yeah, I just want to add to that, too, real quick, because we talked about this earlier, and I wanted to be able to say this because I know it won't be on here the other days. But the other thing that kind of bothers me is we don't hold – I feel like, in my opinion, Dak accountable as, as much as we do with Kellen Moore and McCarthy, all that. It always goes right to them. And me and Mike talked about this before. If I go out and throw a pitch and it gets shellacked for a home run, it's my fault. It's not Maddox. It wasn't Wash. It's not their fault. We always put, I feel like, the blame on the wrong thing. Yeah, we had a game plan going into it. Like maybe, you know, me and Mike sat down and said, hey, this is the pitch we need to throw or whatever. And I don't execute that pitch. That's where it becomes my fault because there's times when we looked at the passes from Dak that they were behind or, you know, they're not good passes. There needs to be more accountability to him. Dak's a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's elite by any means or he's terrible, but at the same time, he needs to be held accountable more than I feel like Kellen Moore or McCarthy or or the wide receivers. Like, yeah, like it's like, oh, CD Lamb ran into that interception. No, wait a second. Are we saying that Brock Purdy? Every every receiver and every tight end that he had for that whole game, 
they all ran perfect routes the whole time. Nobody accidentally ran into a zone area that was actually covered. Everybody ran the perfect 10-yard in. Everybody stopped when they were supposed to stop. Everybody, No, I guarantee you Debo Samuel ran some bad routes in that game, and so did George Kittle. And you know what Brock Purdy did? He didn't throw it to the other team. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't it's do that. It's amazing how we want to blame Romo's. No, Romo never threw an interception, according to some people, and Dax never had a bad pass, according to some people. Be, and it's like, Derek, that's what we discussed is like, hey, Get blamed. It was your fault, Dak. It was your fault. You were the dummy in that situation, and he's a good quarterback that threw that pass. I was the dummy who threw the bad pitch to Barry Bonds. I was the guy who got sent down to the minor leagues. It wasn't my pitching coach's fault that I got sent down the minor leagues. He might have given me a bad game plan, but I can make my own adjustments on the mound and be better. And Dak, either make adjustments or be, and be better, or and I, I don't say that he 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 doesn't do this, but. Cowboy fans and media are like, oh, it's not Dak's fault. It's Kellen Moore's fault. Which yeah, I, I think there's I think you can distribute the blame a lot in a lot of different ways. I, I like a lot of different ways. I mean, if you like you want to go watch route concepts, did did Kellen Moore describe to each of these receivers, this is why this route is built this way. You have to turn right instead of turning left, otherwise our window isn't open. And why is it why did your receiver turn left instead of turning right? which didn't create that opening, and now Dak has to throw somewhere else for shorter yardage. Those things come into play each play. Some of it's on Kellen Moore. Some of it's on the receivers. A lot of it does fall on Dak, though, and he gets a lot of it for sure. No, I know, and he does a good job. He does answer the questions and everything. I just wanted to point that out because it's like we immediately go there, and that instantly made me think of like, man, if I made a bad pitch, I have to answer to the media about that and say, yeah, this is what I screwed up on. They don't sit and say, well, do you think this was Maddox's fault or Wash's fault? Like, it's never been something like that. That's why I just wish there was more. I'm not trying to say it has to be this way, but he has to be held accountable to it. Can't always just go immediately to the, the coaching staff. This is their problem. That's not the case. You still have to go out there and execute whatever it is that's going on. And somebody did say, uh, Kevin, that, you know, Let's see if I can find this. If you find one above average quarterback, which Dak is, then you pay them. Unless um, you don't. Yeah, I don't like, think Broadus, so. Broadus has brought it up many times. Well, some At some point, a team's going to go, man, we got a lot out of that rookie contract. Let's try it again. And maybe we get lucky with the next one. We're going to pay everybody else on the team. Yeah. But we're going to run with a cheap quarterback and see how we can do. Isn't that what you're seeing right now with Hurts and Purdy in particular is not to say like I know Jalen Hurts had a great season and Brock Purdy has had amazing beginning to his season. Jalen Hurts is a second round pick. Brock Purdy was a seventh round pick. It's not like these were slam dunk. These guys are going to work, but they said, let's say we fortify our entire rest of the roster and then go with this. And here they are. That's it for the C block. Uh, there's a lot more, but we can we'll get it to it tomorrow. That was cool. <laughs> that Let's was. do four hours as a C block tomorrow. I'm in. Well, you okay. have to. Kevin won't be. Yeah, here. Kevin's quitting. <laughs> that is not true. Bye, Kevin. Kevin I'm not quitting. He, he heard what I said, and he doesn't want to be an well, NFL player and just want to have less practice and smoke weed. We have to. Yeah, that on, sounds about right. <laughs> according to HR, 
we wish him his best well, in his future endeavors. Well, Enjoy be, Milf Manor. Whatever, yes. whatever future radio station or newspaper no, you work for. Don't tell people that. It's like the time Mike said I was going on Tucker Carlson. I got so many messages. We're like, yo, what time Wait, are you going on, on Tucker Carlson? Hit, yeah, no. I'm gonna go, is that, that a wrestler they have on? Uh, when Sometimes I flip over. Like last night I got mad at the Mavs. And I was oh, like, yeah. what's going on in the news? And then they have, is, it a, is that yeah. a wrestler? He, in WWE, he was Brodus Clay. I don't remember what his Calvin Brodus. I don't remember what his name is in the NWA, but yes, he was a wrestler. NWA, the wrestling organization. If he can't talk, can he work in the radio industry? That's what I'm concerned about. No chance. You want me to run on that board? <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece. I do not possess the skills Joey does. Coming up next, we power rank the power rankings on our own. Let's do it next, right here on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They're going to run a play. Fourth and four. Back to throw it out to the left. All alone. Caught at the two. And a walk-in touchdown for CeeDee Lamb. How did you not cover the second team All-Pro? KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for us and y'all to power rank the power rankings. So we got teams, quarterbacks, and game rankings all this week. Who... Would like to start. I think Michael will. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to do it a little bit different because okay. I usually do this. If I had to redo the power rankings going into last week, because we all had Dak at four and five, correct? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Based on what he did at Tampa. Right. And I had him at four. And after that weekend, I would have had him at seven. I'd have Daniel Jones at eight and Dak at seven. Okay. So you still have him behind Purdy? Yeah. Okay. Because but then, like like he that was sealing Dak against Tampa and seller Dak against San Francisco. Yeah, is that Ooh, that's a good question. When you listen to a lot of former players, and a lot of times they do this off the air. It's like they don't want to do this on yeah. the air. Is they will tell you how important not turning the ball over is. Yeah, they don't want to say it because if our quarterback is turning the ball over a lot, and let's be honest here. Tony Romo turned the ball over quite he a did. darn bit. He so did. they had to they had to not talk about that because then they're not kind of promoting the Cowboys brand. Doesn't mean Tony Romo was a bad quarterback. It just meant that that was one of his fatal flaws. The risk reward was always off balance in his head, but it made him an NFL quarterback. And then when Dak this year especially is turning the ball over a lot, they don't really want to mention that on the air because then it sounds like they're a Dak basher and they don't want to the Cowboys homer to be considered, well, you're not a true cowboy or a former cowboy because now you're taking shots at our quarterback today. Would you put Lawrence ahead of Purdy? In the future, yes. But not right at this second? Yeah, not at this second. And you know who I'd have sixth? I have Josh Allen at sixth. I thought he underperformed so much. Maybe that's not super fair. And I next year we'll have him as a top five quarterback. But, man, the way that he played – 
I think the two playoff games that he had, yes, he put up 34 against Miami, but watching that game, I was not impressed with Josh Allen against Miami, and I thought he would bounce I'm back totally possibly, and he didn't. Would you have had the Cowboys at five then? They're the best team that didn't win. I thought. Because the Bills really stunk it up. You really think that the Bills are worse than the Cowboys? Yes. Based on the information that we've seen. I mean, the Bills had. I feel like that'd be a good game. The Bills had a home game and were favored, and they got smoked. The Cowboys were on the road. They were underdog by a similar margin, though not exactly the same. And they were far Far more competitive. Yeah. We'll never know. I guess I would lean towards if Dallas went to Buffalo. I would lean towards Buffalo, but I do think it's a yeah. coin flip. Okay. Well, so now who's left? You want me to, to, yeah. to do that? Yeah. I will go now Burrow one because of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. That That's is, the only reason I'm doing that, but Burrow is one. I have Joe Burrow at number one as well. Me I too. am going to go with Jalen Hurts at number two. Oh. Okay, because of the the Mahomes injury I'll go with maybe the hero can do something that I just don't believe in I hope he does yeah uh but I'll go with Mahomes at three and Purdy at four so you want to where do you sit on that is that right I there? would keep no see I would have Burrow at one he's playing lights out so it's it, he's got to have that spot I think then it's Mahomes then it's Hurts and then it's Purdy see that's the order that I have and I totally understand with the injury why he gets dropped, but, but you I can't st- drop him that far. I still think he can do four. something magical. I know the odds have shifted in the Bengals' favor. Totally get why. I I I think he's gonna figure something out. But we might watch it and be like, whoops. I just think I what if he does? Does that change anything for you? Well, yeah, I think he book it becomes legend. Okay. It just becomes like, oh, Brian my Purdy? God. I, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no. Patrick oh, Mahomes. Patrick, Mahomes. If yeah. Patrick Mahomes wins this Purdy game too, and puts up 30 points on one leg, I'd be like, oh, my God. I I think it would be more special than than like Jordan's flu game or food poisoning game or whatever happened in that situation. I think that it would become I think it would become the greatest moment. I, this is too far. I think it would become one of the greatest moments in playoff football history if Patrick Mahomes, if we see him limping around and he's able to get to the Super Bowl on Sunday. Okay, so that's where I wanted to ask that question real fast. Purdy can make legendary stuff happen too, but with a win and a good game, right? Like it doesn't even have to be a great game. It could just be a good game and a win. And he goes to the Super Bowl as a rookie and it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. that would be the first time Bur- ever too. Can Burrow make something like what would it take for, I don't think the legendary can happen. I think he just, if he would have to win the Super Bowl right? I, and then I don't think Hertz can, but two quarterbacks at least can make something legendary happen. I am in the camp that believes if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, and adds Super to Bowl the MVP, He's right there with Mahomes, and okay. I think some people might think he's better. Hertz is definitely going to make some noise, too, if he gets to the Super Bowl and wins it. That's the other thing to put out there. But I also think going with the Mahomes, this is the other thing that I think about, too, because I've been around this. He's probably going to get a quarter zone shot, so he's not going to really feel anything. The ankle's going to be all wrapped up. So I, I think he won't be as bad as we think. How come more people have never done this before? They have. High ankle sprains. They play. The well, next never week? mind. I, I mean, <laughs> is it that is has every game been this meaningful in those injuries? I don't know. I mean, we'd have to go back to every divisional yeah. game or every wild card game or every end of the season injury. I just feel like I feel like almost everybody, if not everybody, when this has happened, they just can't play the next week. Right. And I mean, I'm sure they all want to. Right. I'm not. I think. I think Patrick Mahomes is like. I don't care. I'm playing. 
But I do think a lot of people have said, I don't care. I'm playing. And the doctor said, you can't. You physically can't. And they're like, go out there and test it. And they're like, and then they come to the realization and, and it hurts their heart beyond belief that they got to this point. And they're like, I want to play so bad. I just physically, obviously can't do it. But I, ho- I hope he does. I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. A guy who lived I'm in your surprised. house. I'm surprised. I know. I No, I, I, he I lived just, in your I, house. He did. But I just like You don't what, like him, huh? What did he do to your house? He, nothing. Did I he just like toilet? what Burrow's doing. Yes, he didn't. Fl- he did, did an he upper like, decker. Did he, did he like, oh, no. Gross. Did, did he like what? the coral? That wasn't there yet. Man, I swear. Mike has never talked I thought about Mike, coral. Yeah, I thought Mike was high that day when he was like, I just stared at it <laughs> for like an hour. It's a cool thing to look at. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. What about Especially when. Yeah. You, oh my God. you just like coral? Yeah, went to the back of a $20 bill on weed. <laughs> what What is your team rankings then for the four that are left? And by the way, Mahomes said, I'm ready to go for the AFC championship game. Take that for what you will. Like, I, I hope so. I, I hope I'm wrong. I want to say I hope I'm saying I hope I'm wrong. I want to see Patrick Mahomes have a legendary game. And I never questioned that he would play in this game. I'm just curious how far... Does he play in this game, you know? He's walking pretty normal right there. That is a pretty normal. I'm going to be honest. That looks like a pretty normal walk. And to your point, you can't give cortisone now. You don't shoot it every day. Yeah, you no. shoot it right before is the it, game. Yeah, right, it's right the night before. Night, night before. Night before. Is it his right Ooh, foot? I'm not sure I recall. I think it is his right it's foot. His right foot. So his plant up. foot, and he just stepped he just up pulled himself step on, up it. on it. Yeah, I think oh. he's going to be okay. All right. Okay. New ranking. Patrick Mahomes, number one. <laughs> Joe Burrow, number two. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts, number three. And Brock Purdy, number four. Okay. I, I think I have Burrow, Mahomes, Hurts, Purdy, and I think I have it in that category no matter what. Okay. Even with Whoa. a healthy Mahomes. It's his push-off foot just because they're showing yeah. the injury. Okay, right there you go. But I, I, and it is this is right just foot. me maybe just over-liking Burrow. Uh, he's easy to like, but he and but I I and I think that he can make all the throws and he's done all the things that it takes to be a very good quarterback. What about team rankings? The last four left. How do you team rank? Same it? order as my quarterbacks. Uh, oh, not for me. I'm gonna go Cincy, Philly, Kansas City, San Fran. Ooh, we were so close. I went Cincy, Philly. You said the Chiefs, then San Francisco? Yeah. I said San Francisco, then the Chiefs, because I factored in that injury, but maybe I do need to flip-flop those. I think the Bengals now are the best team. I thought the 49ers were the best team going into the Cowboys game. They looked very... Beatable. Yeah. So this is interesting as we're watching this right now on television because he went to his press conference today and said he is going to practice the way he walked right there and not having a boot... Um, Were you thinking those bets? I'm wondering what the line is going to be on Sunday. Yeah. Because it's it was two and a half. It yep. opened up, yep. or it was going to be two and a half, and it immediately went down to Kansas City by one, and then really quickly went to Cincinnati, favored by two, and then it kind of came down to Cincinnati by one and a half. But if I'm a gambler right now, I'm not feeling as bad that I have Kansas City in this game after seeing that. Derek can have all the Cincy he <laughs> wants, so Kansas City – Number one, even though he kind of has the worst team out of the four teams left, but well, it's it's Patrick Mahomes. And I was going to say, I'm also intrigued by the idea that Joe Burrow just has yeah. Pat, Patrick Mahomes' number. Right. So I'm going to do this in a way that you guys aren't ranking them, and I'm not saying I'm doing this right. I'm just going to do it this way. If I take the quarterbacks off the team, Kansas City's number four. Okay. Makes sense. 
Then I think I put Philly and San Francisco at the top. And you think that you, yeah. you think that you will see Henny at some point. I put I San Francisco I at so one. Too. I put Philly at two. I put Cincy at three, and I put Kansas City at four. If I'm taking quarterbacks off of their team, okay. And then what about game rankings for y'all? Which game do you care about more? It stinks because I'm. I've told you very openly. Like I only am rooting for Cincinnati or Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Which one are you rooting for? I, oh, in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. I'm only rooting for them. So it would seem natural that I'm like the most important yeah. game to me is yeah. that one. But it's this other one because I want to look at if San Francisco beats Philadelphia. I'm going to be sitting here stewing and going, that could be like the Cowboys. Especially if there. it's like by 20. And if Philly beats yeah. if Philly beats San Francisco, then I'm like, man, like we would like what could the Cowboys have done against Philadelphia? Or man, Philly was on the trajectory just to be that team this year. So I, there are a lot of storylines that I'm going to I'm going to hate watch that game a lot. That, that's my number one game as well. For I mean, I thought Corey knocked it out of the park there for okay. pretty Thank much you, most of those same reasons. Home run. It, it was. I, I thought it was a home run. As we're getting closer to Sunday, um, yep, we are. I'm leaning towards the Kansas City Cincinnati because it's the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. And then uh, I heard what you said. Uh, <laughs> Every second we're getting closer. I am listening to myself. I'm listening. I, um, I'm listening. I'm rooting for San Francisco. Okay. Um, sure. And I, I'm really interested in that too because let's just face it. If Hertz has another great game, they get to keep building around a yeah. $2 million quarterback for two more years. You're right. And so that's the scary part for a Cowboys. If you're a Cowboys fan and Jalen Hurts goes out and wins this game by double digits and puts up 30 points against San Francisco, and I know each game is its own individual game, but then you go, well, my gosh, I mean, Dak can't compete with what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. Just to put that in perspective, Jalen Hurts – Cap number for the next two years is six million dollars. Dax is ninety-eight million. What does that mean? Mm. Like, what can you can't do anything different with your team, right? I mean, it's you too can't late. Go add add players and stuff like that. And if you really believe Dax the guy and he'll stay here for a while, you can change that number. If you have a, a cheap quarterback, it's not like lot. you can go trade for AJ Brown and then sign him to a long-term. That's deal. what they did. The Corey? crazy thing is, Corey is your buddy over there, Kevin. And my buddy, too. I know. <laughs> is we like said <laughs> multiple times yeah. as Dak's rookie contract yeah. was ending, load up now yes. because once Dak gets the new contract, you are screwed yes. in loading up. And here's a quick reminder. That contract hasn't even hit yet. For everyone who's oh like, God. we've been in it for two years. No, you haven't. It's been a $19 million give or take salary cap hit. The next two years is $98 million until they decide to do something with it, which will probably include elements of an extension. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Maybe that's where we give Derek Holland time to shine. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. This segment of the KNC Masterpiece is brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. At Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine, we know loyalty can't be bought. It's earned, like with our classic loyalty pricing below market value, top dollar trade value, and lowest interest rates. One of the largest selections in America. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Relax and enjoy the difference. Find new roads. Nobody's really been like a KNC Masterpiece. Wow. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Derek. How does that compare to the <laughs> blasphemous talk from Zach Wolchuk yesterday? Right. We will find out courtesy of DNM Leasing. I just want to remind you real quick. 
tomorrow evening at our headquarters, 4131 North Central Expressway, down in the showrooms from 7 to 8 p.m. Hot Stove Show with Jared Sandler, Taylor Hearn will be there, Brock Burke will be there. It's free. It's going to be a party. Now, it's Derek's turn to run Crosstalk. All right. Good so, luck, Derek. I, yep. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> nice job yesterday, by the way, on the Thanks, slip up. Buddy. Um, good reactions from you all, by the way. But I'm curious. I wanted to ask you guys this because we talked about this earlier with us. What is your thoughts on the curse of, as I said before, Jimmy Johns, but I meant Jimmy Johnson? You can answer the, both, maybe. The gargantuan yeah. at Jimmy Johns. You would like that. That's a no-brainer, bro. I bet. <laughs> and it was right there on campus at UNT. Mm-hmm. Corey, uh-huh. you know yeah. this as well. Frequented that was a once-a-week gargantuan for me. <laughs> I was just experiencing Did you there. think the gargantuan lived up to the name? Yes. Uh, I do. It's I two do. sandwiches, isn't it? Like it's like my, Basically. Yeah. yeah. Just, how many bites did it take? To All of them. Yeah. That All was the like usually about five and a half. Ooh, wow. I saved Good the last you. one. Just a little small. Just a little small bit. Okay. Well, yeah, Walchuk was getting that thing down in record time. Uh, was really that's why you ripped his. I'm sorry, knocked his earbud out. Uh, the curse of Jimmy John's son. Correct. Uh, so they haven't won a the Super football Bowl since he's been oh, gone. Oh, the entity's child. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Not the race car driver. I, I think the curse. I think the curse is that it left them satisfied. That's the real curse. But do you think that if he gets in the Ring of Honor? Oh yeah, we get a Super Bowl. I believe. It, I don't. It I would, that. Uh, I would hope so, but um, no. I I think if we're going that route, then it's it's Jerry's actual deal that he made with the devil, I believe, or Boom. was it God? I I think that might be more powerful than the Jimmy Johnson. Either curse. one, but you're yeah. right. I think for that third Super Bowl with Barry, that's the real battle. That yeah. that's the uphill climb we have here. I think it's less about Jimmy. I think it's more about. I mean, they brought it up. God. To get guys. that other one, he's got a lot of reconciling to do. That's it. I've decided that the the reality is that Jerry may have been right when he told Jimmy Johnson anybody can coach these guys. But I think what he didn't understand was not anybody, not just anybody, can build a team like that. Because Barry Switzer did coach that team to a Super Bowl, and it was you know all Jimmy's guys. But Jerry, Jimmy, and Jerry, well, Jimmy built that team. And then created and conditioned those athletes to play that way and be that mentality of what they were and recognize we want alphas, a whole team of alphas on this on this thing so we can all be the best on, on the field. So maybe Jerry was right. Anybody could have coached him. But since then, he hasn't been able to rebuild the same way. That Who's they been built in charge of building the team? Whose fault is this then? <sighs> you know whose fault it is. Oh my goodness! What is no Jerry? Is it Jerry? Yes. Is that that was the right That's answer? Right. What do you Rodis think? Would have nailed it. Step one in getting this team back to being what it was is making sure we have an asthma field available for those who need it. That's a great point. I would hire somebody else to do the cap because I think our negotiators are some of the worst in the league. Hmm. Is that like when they? Paid Zeke or whatever. Yeah, you, you overpaid for Zeke when you didn't have to pay him anything. Waited you, on Dak. Waited yeah, too you long, waited man. on Dak and overpaid. Well, you waited to the perfect time, though. No, it was right didn't. when he broke his leg. Yeah, and then you paid him $8 million more than he wanted before after a garbage season, and you gave Michael Gallup market or potentially above market rate when he was coming off an injury, and you know we're going to try the same thing with Tony Pollard. Yes, I, uh, yes we've been making those points. Uh, play, I'm like, I think this is exactly what Tony Pollard needed if he wanted to ensure yeah. like a nice contract him, from the 
reset the market. Forget Saquon. Like, let's give him $18 million a year and let's do this. I do love watching Jimmy Johnson during, like, the Fox stuff, though. And, like, why, like you know he's rooting for them to lose every time, like, <laughs> internally. And he does a great job as a professional. But you yeah. know he's sitting there more than anybody going 100%. internally just, like, tiger fist pump every time. Watching Jimmy, and this might just be because he's standing next to giant humans like Gronk. Is he shrinking? Oh, yeah. Don't we all? It yeah. happens, right? He is. I remember when my dad shrunk. He's shrinking when before I, our eyes. I finally, I finally got taller than Pops. Oh, wow. I called uh, him wow, Pops. you are Said Pops. It. I finally got taller than him, and then he told me, actually, I'm just six foot. I'm not six one. And oh. I was like, what? So he shrunk a full inch then. Yeah. And I love you, Jimmy, but I think, I think you are. I think you're getting smaller. Well, you can't have it all. He's got go the best the hair in the business. Great I mean, fishing boat. <laughs> he's not losing anything with the hair, right? You think he just so. builds the hair higher he to compensate? He lives on the water. He's probably in the water, and there's shrinkage in water. <laughs> that's Ooh. a, that's that's a point. point. That go, is a go point. Catch as many jackfish as he wants every day. There you go, Derek. It's your turn. Keep going. <laughs> no, Derek. When the conversation stops, off, it's up to you yeah, to come up with a next. I. You have somewhere to be. You use the bathroom. You gotta go, go to number, one. number one or number two. Go. I had to go talk to kids, so I was trying to sneak to out. Okay, <laughs> go use the bathroom. Wait, wait, Derek. You, Derek, you, Derek, you, want you, want you take home. it, Mike. I'm intrigued to see Derek. where this goes. Dawson, let's talk positive, Mavericks. You text me last night, and I'm with oh, you. Yeah. That battle. Josh Green is improving yeah. tremendously. Let's True. not okay. talk about you the other 13 guys. We're gonna have a segment on this later. I'd love to get your thoughts on it now. I think Josh Green actually because of his upside, gives you a player that you could make a trade with to make this team better without giving up your uh, draft picks. I like what you're saying. I bet he has not made that leap to other general managers yet. I bet that other general managers would lowball you and I would not trade Josh Green in the next two weeks. Well, I got some tape to show you from last night's game where he was breaking down guys off the dribble. He was scoring with creativity, and he was throwing some incredible passes. We're just scratching the surface right now. At 22 years old, the upside for this guy with his athleticism, he's now using it as athleticism to get to 50-50 balls. The upside is is massive. I, I think this is like a 17.8 rebound a game kind of player. I hope you're right. The other thing, too, is he pushed the tempo, and it almost made Luca when he was on the court, like, oh, I'll push, too. If I got another guy yeah. who can actually play fast, I'll play with you. Yeah, and I want to I hang on to him, but he is a player that I'm willing to deal, and right along deal. With, yeah. with a pick, I'm looking for a star player, and I, I think it's possible that a rebuilding team would give you that. Now, Corey has an update on the Micah Parsons tweet we oh, talked okay. about from earlier when it seemed like he was kind of throwing Dak under the bus, and he goes, huh, you need Mahomes or to have your quarterback on a rookie deal and surround them with talent. Hmm. It's easy to see how that could have been interpreted against Wait, Dak. Did Micah just join DallasCowboys.com? Wow. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, he's a new writer. He basically <laughs> threw the offense under the bus uh, in his postgame interview Yeah, without it, saying it. I didn't. I agreed with him. Yeah, and and he's he's he feels that certain way, but Sean Sharif tweeted this morning when he saw the, the post from him this morning, and then there's going to be a I, I support Dak tweet incoming three two one. And here is the listen. We're not going to sit here and act like I'm talking about Dak. When I get paid, I want a big contract too. Stop reaching, y'all. Is somebody in the reply say what were you talking about then? Because <laughs> that feels like a fairly logical follow up question. But I agree. Everybody should try and get as much money as they possibly He's can. Taking for Caleb bosses. Williams. Oh, wow. Do you think Jerry calls him up and tells him to do that or some PR person? I'll say in baseball, when something happens like that, usually the PR person does call you up immediately 
and tells you to either take it down or to kind of make an adjustment. The PR department has been busy, you know, over the last uh, five or six months after like 20 years years. of barely hearing from them. Five or six years, (laughs) 50 or 60 years. Yeah, it's been busy for a long, long time. I know Derek has always dreamed of this, but he's not here. So what do you fellas got coming up on the program today? Less pure, filth? Uh, pure gold as always. Thanks for asking. Uh, probably less filth. Okay. It's it's hard to say. No promises. Okay, okay. fair. With Chia follow on the show, it's a wild card. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will have Mike Golick Jr. join the uh, join us and, and, and talk title games coming up at 3 o'clock. Excellent. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. So you'll be back for real tomorrow, Kevin. Yeah, maybe. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.